The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Hey, Liz, are you ready? Oh, totally, Jody. I am so ready. So today we're talking about one of our favorite topics, right? Accounting. Accounting. (laughs) Accounting and also design and sort of where they meet. And um, I don't know. I'm pretty psyched about this show today. Um, What about you? Yeah, I'm really excited about today's show because we're talking to um, someone from Intuit. And, you know, Intuit is a big part of our firm. We have hundreds of clients on all cloud product and Intuit. And also... Um, We're talking about design, and what's really neat about design is Intuit's kind of take on design. And maybe it was like four years ago, I actually went to one of their Design for Delight events or whatever it was, and they put accountants and small business owners and like Intuit people in a room together all day long, and we were at tables, and we were working through designing and solving for small business problems as well as accounting problems, and it was really... Um, an interesting experience for me to see how a company as big as Intuit kind of comes up with how they make their product. And, um, you know, I was honored to be invited to that event and actually feel like it actually added a lot of value to our firm as well, just by looking at problems a different way. So I'm pretty excited about our guest today because I think he has a lot to do with design and product and stuff like that at Intuit. Right, Liz? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so let's let's introduce him. So James Helms, he's our guest today. He's responsible for overseeing the design and innovation of every user touchpoint for Intuit's professional tax and accounting products, from marketing to care, for QuickBooks, accountant practice management, ProConnect Tax Online, Intuit Link, LeCert, and ProSeries. Um, as a member of the ProConnect Group Senior Leadership Team, James serves as a catalyst for innovation, championing and facilitating Intuit's brand of design thinking, Design for Delight. His team is responsible for uncovering insights to improve and reimagine products and services across Intuit's financial product and platform ecosystem for accountants powering small business success. Um, So... Prior to Intuit, just to give you a little background on James, he was the Director of Experience Strategy at Bottle Rocket, an international multidisciplinary mobile studio that connects future-focused brands to their customers through mobile experiences. Um, There he oversaw the strategy and development of iPhone, iPad, and Android apps for Coke, Showtime, Starwood Hotels, BET, HGTV, Food Network, Bravo, and Fox News. Wow. So, James, welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you. I'm glad to be here. Thanks. 
So, so I have to ask you, when you got into design, did you ever think you were going to be working with accountants? Uh, you know, it's interesting. Throughout my career, I've worked with just about everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, in both, you know, you know, I actually, before Bottle Rocket and before, uh, before Intuit, I worked in advertising and I spent some measure of time interacting with everything from beer to fast food to um, medical supplies. So uh, mm-hmm. while I, ne- I didn't necessarily aim for it, there was no reason to believe that I wouldn't be working with accountants eventually. Right. Okay. Okay. Fair. That's a good answer. So We're not as bad as you think. <laughs> no, actually, I've, I've been really, I've been really excited by, um, by how interesting the problems are uh, that accountants have. And as a designer, that's, that's our, that's our gold standard, right? You're looking for big problems that are worth solving. And, and uh, having talked to a lot of accountants, I can tell you they have lots of problems worth solving. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, how long have you actually been in this role with a, with Intuit? Three years. Okay. So, and and so since that time, what have you learned? I mean, obviously, you just said that accountants have big problems that, as a designer, you want to solve. But what have you learned from them specifically? Would you say? So, uh, lots of little raw data that sort of collects into some really big, interesting themes, one of which is uh, accountants are, are uh, themselves as difference makers, right? They, they, um, they get up every day to help their clients solve big, important problems with accounting. Uh, and there are things in their way, and a lot of the things that are in their way are inefficient processes and um, just trying to be on top of the work itself, which is far flung and much of it is out of their control. Um, so the, the, the role of an accountant to sort of orchestrate um, a year's worth of financial data and the implications behind that and the pressures associated with, you know, getting it right and making sure that it's accurate and making sure that it's on time and making sure nothing slips through the cracks, all those things together uh, are, are, are in the way of the work they really want to do, which is to uh, have great outcomes for their clients, you know, drive um, for better, you know, a, a better financial outlook, to be an advisor, all the things that, that accountants sort of went to school thinking they would do, you know, they end up sort of trapped under, this, under all this work. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Really inter- oh, Sorry. The, the other thing I think is really interesting is um, uh, that we're, we're designing for relationships, which is that accountants see the world one way and their clients typically see it a different way. And that's one of the reasons why clients hire accountants in the first place. And so they say, make it easy for me. But if you give the easy thing to an accountant, they say, take the training wheels off this thing. I want to go 100 miles an hour. And so we're looking for ways to better serve accountants in the moments that matter to them and then also enable them to have better relationships with their clients by uh, giving them, you know, sort of, sort of helping them to turn their wisdom and experience into really, really great actionable uh, next steps for their clients. 
And, and we're going to talk about, you know, specifically what you all are doing to sort of address that. And you, I know you have a new um, platform coming out. So, but it, it just let's back up a little bit. And so, James, what initially drew you to design and the design world? Oh, well, it's, I think it really started with just the fact that I was a, um, I was a mixture of an art student and a writing student. Uh, kind of a storytelling kind of a kid and went to school and really sort of got uh, enamored with the idea of graphic design and advertising design. Went to a really, really great school for that at the University of Delaware. They've got an amazing program for visual communication. Had some great teachers that just sort of lit a fire under me to go out and, and get passionate about solving complicated problems. Um, and then gradually... Uh, more and more of those problems started, you know, in, in advertising, it's, I, I always talked about the fact that you sort of, you go out and try to make people uh, realize problems that they don't really have. You know, you're sort of inventing mm-hmm. a need. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I shifted into the second place with, with design, which was really about, uh, and it was so much more satisfying to go find things that were actually broken and see if there was something we could do about it. And that was really my aha moment of taking the skills that I've learned for advertising design and, you know, using them for good. <laughs> yeah. And, and so when you joined into it, they have this, the mantra design for delight. And how did that, yep. co- how did that come about? And what does that actually mean to into it? Wow. Uh, so <laughs> design for delight, <laughs> right? So design for delight is, um, is a, is a way of thinking that's based in design principles. So we call that design thinking. Uh, and really, it's, it's many of the things that I've already talked about. It's getting to know your customer deeply, not just listen to them, not just interview them, but really understand what it means to be an accountant and to feel the pain that they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, empathy is, is, is a word that's, that's probably overused at this point. It seems to be like a new buzzword, but... The, the real, you know, really getting into clients or our, our, our accountants' heads and, and, and hearts to understand what makes them tick and, and what ticks them off, you know. So uh, understanding that is the, is the first piece. The second one is uh, using that, using those insights, you know, taking, taking what we learn about accountants and using it as a springboard to come up with lots of different ideas, um, and, and then taking those ideas and narrowing them through the lens of, is this important right now? Is this big enough? Is this something that actually is a problem that we can solve well and that we have, a, um, we have permission in the market to solve well? And then finally, what's the most important piece to get right and how do we quickly make sure that we're right there and then iterate through the process of um, small experiments that help us to make sure that we're on the right path before we go out and make something that's a zillion dollars that doesn't actually solve the need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's where the accountant feedback comes in, which it sounds like you all uh, want a lot of. And you have the, the workshop that Jody did. I mean, how many of those do you typically do? 
Oh, you know, I just I just pulled numbers from um, the research studio that we use, and we connected with accountants, and this is just with the accountants because uh-huh. Intuit does this across all of their products. But we connected with something like five hundred accountants for, mm-hmm. for for sessions across different products. You know, you mentioned that we do work for Tax Online, we do work for QuickBooks Online Accountant, uh, we do work for our desktop uh, tax products. So, um, yeah, we, we are almost constantly engaging with, with accountants. Um, sometimes early in the process where you're looking for that inspiration and sometimes later that's where you're just, you know, gut checking to make sure that you're, uh, that, that you're on the right track. So some of it is at the empathy stage and then some of it is at that sort of iteration and, um, evaluation stage. And, and how are they at giving feedback? Do you feel like um, they give you specific feedback? Do you feel like they? I, I just, I'm just curious how they um, how they provide you the feedback that you're looking for. Well, every account, or maybe you're not looking for it. Anyways, <laughs> no. I, actually, you know what's what's really great is sometimes they give us feedback that we didn't expect, but we, you know, yeah. we like to say that we're savoring the surprise. You know, if you. <laughs> If you're if you're focused on something and you yeah. you put it in front of an accountant and they this is this has happened more times than I can count they point at a space like on the table away from the uh, sort of like the little piece of paper or the experience and they go mm-hmm. actually the problem is out here yeah and and, and you're like go on <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's, always, it's always good to hear somebody talk about the fact that you know you're you're focused in the wrong place and so. Uh, yeah. Like I said, uh, our our founder Scott Cook talks about uh, savoring the surprise of somebody that is either um, what 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 your typical designer would say is horribly misusing the product, right? Like they're using it to solve some other job entirely, and you're like, mm-hmm. that's not what it's for, mm-hmm. you know. And we could we could we could walk into that room and watch them misuse the product, and then just teach them how to use it the correct way, and walk out and miss the fact that. Hey, they were solving a different problem. Mm-hmm. This is actually yeah. a really exciting moment for us to go and say, "Well, what what was that? And was that actually something that we could do better for them?" Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So we we're going to take a quick break, but when we return, we're going to continue talking to um, James Helms from Intuit. So stay tuned. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, 
press releases, branded content, and consulting. Visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar. And our guest today is James Helms. He is a design leader at Intuit. Um, and we're talking all about accounting, technology, design, um, and all of the how they all interact. And so, um, James, you in the in your bio, it says you know you you oversee the design and innovation of every user touchpoint for Intuit's professional tax and accounting products. So, can you can you tell me a little bit about what that actually means? Like, how do you define a touchpoint, and um, and you know, how do you manage that? Uh, so, so when I talk about touch points, you know, the, we look at the role of our, we, we, we look at the journey of our customer through our products, mm-hmm. and it starts with where do they first hear about our products? So whether it's marketing mm-hmm. or whether it's sales, um, uh, and, and they, they have a really sort of beautifully intertwined relationship between uh, and sales, and then from there, there's the idea of sort of a trial experience, which is like not yet the product, but a chance to kick the tires in the in the actual work that we make. And then obviously there's the product itself, mm-hmm. and then we have support. Um, so so we really are trying to look at, um, at at customers end to end and really anticipate their needs, not just in the product experience, but all around the edges too, so that we set their expectations. And we exceed them at every chance we can. Mm-hmm. And how would you now, say account? As- yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, as far as how I manage it, it's it's yeah. uh, it's, it's interesting. I mean, uh, we we manage it with designers. We manage it by having our designers influence and um, and plug into the work that the sales and marketing teams are doing. In fact, I um, mm-hmm. uh, founded a. Uh, a marketing agency inside um, the ProConnect group when I when I got into my role because it looked like a place that we weren't telling a really uh, cohesive story that that lived up to the product itself and so I think that we've done a really good job uh, over the last year of pulling that all together. Wow, that's interesting. A marketing agency for that one particular product. Well, to really serve accountants as partners. 
um, both with ProConnect, but also with, with other products that we have, and now in conjunction with the QuickBooks team that markets the QuickBooks online accountant work. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, you've worked with Intuit for three years, um, and you've met with a lot of accountants. How would you say accountants' needs have changed? I mean, and and have they changed over the last three years, would you, you know, since you've started working with them? Around I technology, think they, I, think they, I should add. Yeah. I, <laughs> not, they, I mean, I not random life stuff, but just around the technology. <laughs> well, you know, they're, they're all related. For instance, yeah. um, when I got there, there were a lot of people that were super skeptical of the fact that an accountant would never do taxes on their phone. Mm-hmm. And that just <laughs> sounded crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll admit that when you go and you sit in an accountant's office and you watch them working on sometimes four monitors on their desk, mm-hmm. um, you have trouble imagining a world where that work gets done on a phone. Mm-hmm. And the more we broke that down, the more we broke down the discrete jobs, like I talked about earlier, of, of all the different things that you have to wrangle around the edges, actually more of their work could be done mobily than not. Um, so if you consider that an accountant spends 65% of their time collecting data and chasing down their clients to get that one last thing and they can't start the work until they have everything they need to get started and they're just sort of waiting, mm-hmm. that waiting work, if you're sitting in front of your desktop, is highly frustrating. If you're waiting but instead you can go out and run some errands or play a round of golf and get a push notification to let you know that, oh, good, that last thing has been signed or uploaded or paid for. Mm-hmm. Those, are all, those are all jobs that you could definitely do from your phone. And right, and I would totally a- agree with that because the hardest part of the job of actually doing a tax return is collecting your data. It has nothing to do with your tax. Is that getting better, Jody, year after year, or no? It's still like a pain. Um, no, because I think the places that data is coming in is more prevalent. Like 20 years ago, it came in via email and like drop off and maybe fax or something like that or mail in, right? Mm-hmm. And today we get data from Facebook, right? We get data from. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, <laughs> I mean, we get data from, like, I think we did a count. We get data from, like, 21 different places. And wow. and that's the hardest part is collecting it all and making sure you have it all. It isn't the actual tax return because we're dorks and we like to do taxes. But, you know, so James is spot on with that one, with that being the biggest problem for accounting professionals. I think I think another one is just the cloud in general. And it's really interesting how the attitude toward the cloud has shifted over the past three years from where I sit. Now, the world, I think, moves and and makes decisions um, at at a slightly faster pace than accountants. And I think that's largely because the switching costs of moving from what you know you're good at and fast at to something that's new and potentially is going to take time to learn. Sometimes it feels like, oh, that's going to slow me down. Uh, but what's really interesting is the more of that data that's in the cloud, the more of the work that's in the cloud, you have real-time access to that anywhere, anytime. And your accountants, I'm sorry, your clients are expecting more and more proactive relationships with their accountants, which means mm-hmm. you really need to be on the ball, right? Like 30 days old 
books data is no longer going to cut it with a customer that's expecting weekly, daily, or even hourly insights and help to make sure that they don't do something wrong and have to like wait 29 days to find out. Mm-hmm. I know Jody always talks about this. About well, right. It, it's not the cloud that created the problem. It's the real time that creates the, the, the drama demand. to the firm. Yeah. It's like, and how does your firm respond to that drama that real time creates? That mm-hmm. um, practice managers, well, practice managing partners can't deal with. That That's the disruption to the firm. It's not the technology. The technology is at its core. But ultimately, if you've managed your practice in snail time before... <laughs> And now you're expected to be in real time. That's where the shift comes and where all the, the pain comes. But once they get, once firm owners get to the other side of it, it adds exponentially more capacity and more fun to your practice. So it's kind of getting accountants, I think, over the hurdle of realizing there is a better way. You just kind of got to learn it and get through it. Um, and, so Jody, and yes. If, 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 if I was sitting with you in my office and you said, sorry, that, that was Liz, wasn't it? If, no, if it was Jody. Office, no, it was Jody. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, and you said the real fun work, I'd be like, go on, tell me more about why it's fun. <laughs> What's the fun part? And the then I'd fun? be interviewing you. Oh, no, absolutely. Go for it. The fun part is adding insight to the data because I mean, that's, that's where we can actually make a real difference in our customers' lives. I mean, that's where we can truly add value. It's in the collecting the data or, or doing the journal entry. There's very little value add there, right? And um, Intuit, I really have to compliment Intuit, is that they've really moved quicker than I thought they would, right? So um, I've been with Intuit a number of years, and, you know, they were behind. Um, and then they really, I think, their strategy was really to focus on the cloud and move faster. And now the way the product updates are coming in and everything, it's like, Ooh, it's good stuff. Like it's everyone is coming and it. It seemed like it took a while for Intuit to turn, but once they did now it's like really moving and really getting us product that we need and better product. And so I really do have to give a shout out to Intuit because, you know, five years ago it wasn't like that. They were still not focused on designing for cloud. So well, maybe, it, yeah, it was maybe, James, right? It was all you, James, right? I know. I was just going to say, maybe James had something really big to do with that. Um, I guess, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, but my, I guess my question for you, James, and this is sort of related, but ha- do you feel like accountants have gotten better at adopting the cloud? Are they, are they more open to it? Um, or do you still see some resistance there? Well, I think that everybody's more open. I think that yeah. there's I think there's resistance, but it's for different reasons. I think that there's a little bit of um, like I said before, I think that I think that at this point, the switching cost of changing processes and changing technology and 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 stuff like that it's it's one of those things that eventually, I think that everybody sort of sees that, yeah, I'm gonna have to do this. Um, but there's a little bit of, I'm not sure, I'm I'm not sure I can do it yet. And what's interesting to me is that when you talk to accountants, even those that recommend QuickBooks Online to their clients, um, many of them are still running their own books on desktop. 
which I think is, is yeah. fascinating. Funny. Um, and, uh, and, and, yeah. and, and, you know, it's a great product. It, it does what accountants need it to do. Um, I really do think that we are closing in on not parity, like not, not desktop, not, not QuickBooks being quote unquote as good as the desktop, but the work is going to change so radically. Uh, we're going to be able to do more and more stuff automatically. We're going to be able mm-hmm. to take advantage of some of the things like um, artificial intelligence and machine learning to start to, you know, basically really benefit the people that are using uh, cloud solutions because you'll be, you'll be benefiting from the collective knowledge of all accountants for things like categorization and for things like um, just anticipating how long it usually takes to get things done and get things back. So think just, just the simple uh, churn in your head that used to be categorizing expenses or setting due dates or um, just anticipating when it's time to touch your client for another phone call. Like all of these things are going to get so much easier to do if you're in the cloud that, that I think that quite honestly, it'll be adopt or die, you know, it'll, yeah. and, and, and there may be some people that go, look, I'm going to retire in two years. I don't care. But there are <laughs> yeah. the others that are going, I really want to, you know, and, and the other thing that I think is, like I said, their clients are pushing them. And that typically is one thing that pulls them in. And then their clients say, and how do I do this? Mm-hmm. And if you're not using that tool, then, then it's difficult for you to go around and, and, and recommend it. So they end up using it, and then they end up mm-hmm. liking it. Yeah. And then the other thing is that their, their new employees, their millennial employees, are like, are you kidding me with this desktop yeah. thing that I can't do this <laughs> anywhere, anytime? Right. So, so right. you know, there's a little bit of that, too. Yeah, and um, I think that is all really, yeah. I feel like I'm reading Jody's book when you're talking. You guys probably, <laughs> probably have like a synergetic experience after this radio show. But um, we're going to take, take a quick break. And um, when we come back, we're going to talk about um, Intuit's new platform, QuickBooks Online Accountant Practice Management. So stay tuned. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot com. 
Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar, and I'm here with Liz Gold, and you are listening to Let's Get Radical. And today our guest is James Helms. And he's from Intuit, who is actually a sponsor of our show as well. And today we're talking um, to him about design thinking and accountants and practice management. And they actually have a new product that they're releasing called QuickBooks Online Accountant Practice Management Edition. I think and he can clarify that as well. But what's really interesting to me, James, is as you were developing this um, product, how you were able to, I'll say, categorize your accountants um, in a practice management solution because um, we're very different and to be able to create a practice management solution that um, would meet the needs of very various kinds of accounting and accounting practices as well because some are accounting, some are tax, some are um, you know 50 people firms, some are like one sh- one person shop. So how were you able to kind of design it so that it would fit a, a large segment of your customer base? Well, we did what we always do, which is we started with the customers, right? We went and we met lots of different accountants with lots of different kinds of practices in lots of different countries, quite honestly, because we really wanted this to work not just in the U.S., but globally. And one of the things that we saw was there was a common had specific needs, but the common problem that sort of came up over and over again was this idea jobs and tasks internally and then, you know, also tracking the sort of uh, the work, the communication, the data collection with their clients. And um, we looked at that as the big, uh, the, the biggest opportunity to really go out and, and solve a first problem well. And so we used that as our inspiration and we came back and we looked at some examples of things that were being done. I mean, you know, well, let me take it a step further and say uh, accountants were solving the problems of tracking all that work and tracking client relationships in really interesting ways. And they had both micro tasks that were either on whiteboards or they were using some sort of third-party app, um, not even necessarily an accounting app, but just some sort of you know, practice or, or sort of project management app that they were using to track discrete right. tasks. And then they had these overviews that they were tracking in spreadsheets in a different place. And then they had 
Excel, of course, and a couple other tools that they were using, but they were all disconnected from each other. And so if you asked for somebody, if you asked your client for something in the tool, sometimes they would email it back to you. And so you didn't have like a thread of, Mm -hmm. oh, this is the thing I asked for over here in this other thing. So you got disconnected communication. You got disconnected tools that are used to track both the micro and the macro level of the work. Um, and pretty much as soon as you do work, all of that stuff is out of date and you have to go back and you have to fix it again. So, so you've got this additional thing of overhead of just, I think you actually mentioned the practice manager. Like there are people whose entire job is to run around and update all this stuff and erase the whiteboard and put in the new stuff and put in the Excel thing and point at somebody and say, this is yours. Oh, you're on vacation next week. You're going to do it. And all of that manual work is a ton of uh, risk. Something's going to drop, right? Like something's going to fall right. through the cracks. Something, something's going to, and, and, and if something drops for one of your clients, that's like huge, huge pressure and, uh, and, and results in a lot of stress and a lot of just fear and double checking and are you sure you got it? Or, you know what I mean? Like everybody's just sort of uptight. So this is what we mean by pain. So we went and we looked at, well, what if we could bring it all to one place? Like, what if we could have all the communication that goes back and forth to your client, whatever tool you use, what if it all tracked in one place? And what if the tasks happened right where the work happened? And what if those tasks could be pulled into sets of tasks around jobs and you could look at those jobs on a dashboard where you could see the whole firm, if you had the, you know, if you had the permission to see it, you could see the whole firm. Or if you were one person that was assigned a specific set of jobs or a specific set of clients, then you would only see what you were what you were allowed to see. Um, and then you would know what was due when. And so we we wanted to make sure that we were tracking things by who was assigned to it, when's the deadline, what's the status, and. And then when you did it, it would just be done. Like it would, like, and it would update and it would be gone. And you could find it if you needed to find it. But basically, the work that you see is the work left to be done. Hmm. Uh, well, and, and then we I think this is for, a oh, huge thing for firms because um, one of the, the reasons people say, like, well, I, I have to track my time is because they think they're tracking work when they're tracking time, but they're really not, right? It, there's a very, there's a confusion there, right? So if you actually had a system that could do all of this, then you would have a better way to manage your people and maybe to eliminate a timesheet. Yeah, I think that's right. I think I'm, whether, you're, whether you're eliminating a timesheet or whether you're just eliminating a thousand questions that you would have otherwise, that you could just kind of go, well, I'll just take a look. Right. Um, and, and to be able to look in one place and not have to go, okay, I've got a different answer in the Excel sheet than I have on the whiteboard. Which one's right? Right? Like, as soon as that happens, then, then there's fear and confusion. Well, and I think it comes back to what the cloud forces accountants to really think about in what they're managing, because everything has to be managed in real time now with the cloud. So gone are the days where you could assign something to someone and wait three days and then review it and then fix it and then get it out to the client. 
when there's this expectation of real time for everybody in your firm, all of a sudden you need to manage differently. And it seems like your tool might help alleviate a lot of that back and forth with the emails and of the like, where is everything at? So that the managing partner, such as me, has like insight and can say, oh, yeah, like I know it's good and it's there and it's done and I can like not have to think about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you, you know, we talked about this earlier, the idea that the, the cloud is starting to set expectations both from accountants and from their clients that we can do this faster, but the, the tools for managing that work have not kept up. And so uh, what, what's really cool, and, and, you know, like I mentioned, the whole idea of bringing um, some, some intelligence and some machine learning into this, that we can also start to anticipate those jobs before you even schedule them. And in fact, you'll see that um, in the first version of practice management when it comes out is that we're, we, we can see the payrolls ready to be run and we can actually put that up there and we'll treat it like this isn't work that you created. This is work that we created, but we just wanted to let you know that it's here. And, and, and the same thing with uncategorized transactions and our, and our vision is that we will bring more and more uh, work, surface it there um, and either you can start to pre-assign that work or at least it just tells you, or you can ignore those things and then you won't, you won't get those again. So think like the idea of, you know, a really nice notification scheme where you can, um, you, you can, if you take advantage of it, we'll give you more like this. And if you don't, then we'll gradually, you know, turn that stuff off. But more and more, we're going to try to anticipate the work that needs to be done and who needs to do it. Well, and I would add something. I haven't seen your pro- your product yet, but I would like to say, too, there should be a client side of it because I've always been waiting for my pizza tracker because the clients spend all this time calling. And if they had a self-serve place to see where something was within a firm, then, you know, my life would be made exponentially easier because there would be essentially a pizza tracker for uh, accounting <laughs> work as it flows through a firm. So that's a- that's a great point. So we've done a lot of experimenting in this space, and we started uh, a couple years ago with Intuit Link, which um, was designed to create a professional data gathering experience that then translated to a pretty easy to use and know what to do next um, sort of consumer consumer experience on the other side, right? So it had it had an experience that was really uh, pro centric, and then it also made it super easy and sort of reduced the, the fear and uncertainty for the, for, for the clients. And what we're doing with collaboration, which is sort of an element of practice management, which is really when you, you can create a request right in QuickBooks, and that request, first of all, you can preview it. So you can see, um, hey, I need this document from you. You can craft the email that's going to go along with that um, They'll get that both as an email, but also as an in-product um, experience in QuickBooks online. And so uh, whether they get the email, which is, has a deep link to that in-product experience, or whether they go right to their product and see, oh, I've got something new from my accountant, they can open that there, they can attach files, they can message you, and you get all that feedback back. So you can also see on your dashboard that something's been done that they uploaded that document or they asked you a question. So again, you know, 
whether whether they and 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 the vision is that eventually we're going to weave in um, uh, email and some notifications and and things like that to really tie this together so that no matter how you communicate with your client and how they choose to uh, uh, supply that information back to you, it all collects in a single place. No, that I mean, that sounds cool because I do think that it's a product that's definitely needed because I do think that as we manage in the cloud, it's very different than managing um, the old school way. And so to have the product to support us is awesome. So, um, but we do have to take a quick break and we'll find out more when we come back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Padar. And our guest today is James Helms. He's a design leader at Intuit. And we've been talking about uh, this new platform that they're rolling out, um, QuickBooks Online Accountant Practice Management. So, James, you know, who who's the sweet spot customers uh, for, obviously, accountants? But are they, um, can sole practitioners use it? And, and how how is it scalable? Uh, great question. Um, 
we started narrow, which is the way we like to do things. We like to not try to solve all the problems for all the people right away because we uh-huh. have not solved any of them. Yeah. So we were we were real specific with aiming for smaller firms with our first version. So one to five, um, one, one to five person firms is our sweet spot for this first rollout. Um, and like I said, then we're doing that internationally. So um, we currently have a beta in uh, Canada, the UK, Australia, uh, France, and then here in the US. And we're and and our and, and the people that are beta testing it for us are, are are these small firms, and we've heard really really great stuff from them so far. And so, when do you expect it to actually um, get out of beta and be available for people? You know, uh, it's a great question. In fact, there was a <laughs> phone call this morning that I am I am not on because I'm talking to you guys. We're talking <laughs> about our our general admission or our general uh, uh, availability release, and so yeah. I'm, uh, I'm I'm super excited to say that it is coming any minute, but I can't tell you when. Uh, okay. okay. But uh, but sort of as soon as as soon as we're confident that it's a that it's that, that we're free and clear from the beta and that everything has been addressed, then uh, then it'll be then it'll be available. I I, okay. I would like to say any day, but okay. That could, well, you heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. So so I actually had a <laughs> sure. question when you were talking about the functionality. Um, how do contacts? You know, how do contacts um, get sort of nurtured and um, taken care of, I guess, in, in the system? Like, you know, we talk about CRM, but like, you know, is that incorporated? Um, you know, how does that work? Like, how do you capture comp- contacts, you know, prospects, current customers, that kind of thing? So it's a great question. So so QuickBooks Online Accountant um, currently has also gone through the process of, of upping the, the ProAdvisor um, functionality. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys have seen that, but, but we're doing more and more stuff there. And what's really cool is that it's giving um, small business QBO users the ability to find accountants, um, which, is, which is really mm-hmm. exciting. And, and we've seen some, seen some really early uh, successes there. So I'm excited about that woven together here. The other thing is that like I said, the first version of practice management that's going to come out is really going to be about this idea of managing jobs and tasks and requests with your clients. But we're also looking at um, client management and how we'll uh, how we'll start to do the things that you're talking about about um, creating a, a, a way to um, to to see, manage, and act on uh, your clients um, individually too. Yeah, because I would imagine that's part of it. I mean, tracking the interactions that you have with the clients is part of... Accountants don't think that way, Liz. Okay. <laughs> You're thinking like a marketer. <laughs> I know. I guess I am. But um, yeah, exactly. I mean, because it's also interesting is that some accountant, you know, accounting firms don't let marketing see their client lists. And I'm just like, how do you even begin to market that, you know, you know, or, or create like strategic <laughs> business development plans when you don't even know who your clients are? So I, I it just kind of, it just is interesting to me to, to see like how you guys are going to configure that and, and, you know, who's going to have access. Cause maybe you don't want your intern to have access to all of the client information. Maybe you do. I don't know. I guess it's a value of the firm you have to think about, but there's, um, there's, yeah. So there's absolutely some, uh, 
Look, all of all of what you just said is really interesting. One, yes, we're going to um, control client visibility as part of just the permissions of our, mm-hmm. do you interact with this client that would that would sort of dictate whether or not you could see their work. You know, you would you would set that as the as the firm owner. Yeah. Secondarily, you know, the thing that you said about marketing that's really interesting is um, we we have we've heard from accountants that they that they don't know how to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Not not all accountants, but sort of a, a, there's a theme of I'm not good at that, I, uh, you know. But I do think that it's it is our responsibility to get ahead in the same way that we've gotten ahead with pushing from the work they do, you know, to to advising, and then also you know helping them do the work that they feel like they're not good at around you know growing their firm and and right. if that means helping them market themselves, absolutely. If that means helping them to identify who were their best clients and then drive referrals through those clients. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, all of, those are, all of those are great examples of not necessarily what they ask us for specifically, but what they tell us they can't do that you have to read between the lines and say, that feels like an opportunity too. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunity for growth there, you know, and I think if you're thinking about a smaller firm, one to five people, chances are they're not going to have an internal marketing person. So they may outsource that. And then you have to decide, well, do I want that outsourced person to have, you know, access to my internal stuff, you know, so... Anyways, um, lots to talk about. I mean, obviously, I think we could be talking about this for um, another hour, but we do have to uh, close. And um, but it's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, Jane. it's been awesome. Um, well, and thank you. yeah, it. so so keep your eye out for the QuickBooks Online Accountant Practice Management platform that is going to hit the market anytime, any minute, any second. And um, you can listen to this episode and more in our archives um, and on the Voice America, either on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, you can, what else, Jody? Oh, we're hit us up. We love to get emails from you for guests. Um, it's Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. And we have news about June, don't we? Yeah, we're going on the road. So and this is especially for accountants. So um, Liz and I will be at Engage, the AICPA um, huge practice management extravaganza where they've combined oh tax and financial planning and tech and all that marketing. stuff. Marketing. Marketing, yeah, Aim will be there as well. Yeah. Um, in June in Vegas at the Engage event. Yes, and um, we will be live there um, for two days, uh, talking to all kinds of cool and interesting people. So Liz and I are really excited to go on the road with our show. Yeah, so it's going to be lots of fun. And if you are there, if you're planning to go, please drop us a line and and let us know. We'd love to meet you, IRL, right? In real life, gosh, that's really pathetic. Okay, so James, thank you so much for being here, and um, until next time, we will talk to you later. Thanks so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical. Radical.